This is the weekly Bible lesson from the Plainfield Christian Science Church Independent, Plainfield, New Jersey, the United States of America. This is the lesson for Sunday, March 26, 2023. Subject Reality Golden Text James Every good gift and every perfect gift is from above and cometh down from the Father of lights with whom is no variableness neither shadow of turning. Responsive Reading John In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. In Him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shineth in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. And God saw the light, that it was good. And God divided the light from the darkness. And God saw everything that he had made, and behold, it was very good. The Bible. Colossians. We give thanks to God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who hath delivered us from the power of darkness and hath translated us into the kingdom of his dear Son. For by him were all things created that are in heaven and that are in earth, visible and invisible, whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers. All things were created by him and for him. Genesis Now the Lord had said unto Abram, Get thee out of thy country, and from thy kindred, and from thy father's house, unto a land that I will show thee. And I will make of thee a great nation, and I will bless thee, and make thy name great, and thou shalt be a blessing. And I will bless them that bless thee, and curse him that curseth thee. And in thee shall all families of the earth be blessed. So Abram departed, as the Lord had spoken unto him. And Lot went with him. And Abram was seventy and five years old when he departed out of Haran.
And Abram passed through the land unto the place of Sichem, unto the plain of Moreh. And the Canaanite was then in the land. And the Lord appeared unto Abram and said, Unto thy seed will I give this land. And there builded he an altar unto the Lord who appeared unto him. And God said unto Abraham, As for Sarai thy wife, thou shalt not call her name Sarai, but Sarah shall her name be. And I will bless her, and give thee a son also of her. Yea, I will bless her, and she shall be a mother of nations, kings of people, shall be of her. Then Abraham fell on his face and laughed, and said in his heart, Shall a child be born unto him that is an hundred years old? And shall Sarah, that is ninety years old, bear? And God said, Sarah thy wife shall bear thee a son indeed, and thou shalt call his name Isaac, and I will establish my covenant with him for an everlasting covenant, and with his seed after him. Now Abraham and Sarah were old and well stricken in age. And it ceased to be with Sarah after the manner of women. And the Lord said unto Abraham, Is anything too hard for the Lord? At the time appointed I will return unto thee, according to the time of life, and Sarah shall have a son. And the Lord visited Sarah as he had said, and the Lord did unto Sarah as he had spoken. For Sarah conceived, and bare Abraham a son in his old age, at the set time of which God had spoken to him. And Abraham called the name of his son that was born unto him, whom Sarah bare to him, Isaac. And Abraham was an hundred years old when his son Isaac was born unto him. Hebrews Through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. By faith, Abraham, when he was called to go out into a place which he should after receive for an inheritance, obeyed, and he went out, not knowing whither he went. By faith, he sojourned in the land of promise, as in a strange country, dwelling in tabernacles with Isaac and Jacob 
the heirs with him of the same promise. For he looked for a city which hath foundations, whose builder and maker is God. Through faith also Sarah herself received strength to conceive seed and was delivered of a child when she was past age because she judged him faithful who had promised. 2 Corinthians Therefore, seeing we have this ministry, as we have received mercy, we faint not. But if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost, in whom the God of this world hath blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. For God, who commanded the light to shine out of darkness, hath shined in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. While we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. 1 Corinthians As it is written, Eye hath not seen, nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man, the things which God hath prepared for them that love him. But God hath revealed them unto us by his Spirit. For the Spirit searcheth all things, yea, the deep things of God. Now we have received not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit which is of God, that we might know the things that are freely given to us of God. Which things also we speak, not in the words which man's wisdom teacheth, but which the Holy Ghost teacheth, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. But the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, for they are foolishness unto him. Neither can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. But he that is spiritual judgeth all things, yet he himself is judged of no man. First Chronicles Thine, O Lord, is the greatness and the power, and the glory, and the victory, and the majesty. For all that is in the heaven and in the earth is thine. Thine is the kingdom, O Lord, and thou art exalted as head above all.
Now therefore, our God, we thank thee and praise thy glorious name. I will now read correlative passages from the Christian Science textbook, Science and Health, with Key to the Scriptures, by Mary Baker Eddy. God creates all forms of reality. His thoughts are spiritual realities. To grasp the reality and order of being in its science, you must begin by reckoning God as the divine principle of all that really is. Spirit, life, truth, love combine as one and are the scriptural names for God. All substance, intelligence, wisdom, being, immortality, cause, and effect belong to God. These are his attributes, the eternal manifestations of the infinite divine principle love. No wisdom is wise but his wisdom. No truth is true. No love is lovely. No life is life but the divine. No good is, but the good God bestows. Spirit blesses the multiplication of its own pure and perfect ideas. From the infinite elements of the one mind emanate all form, color, quality, and quantity and these are mental, both primarily and secondarily. Their spiritual nature is discerned only through the spiritual senses. The universe of spirit reflects the creative power of the divine principle or life, which reproduces the multitudinous forms of mind and governs the multiplication of the compound idea man. The tree and herb do not yield fruit because of any propagating power of their own, but because they reflect the mind which includes all. A material world implies a mortal mind and man a creator. The scientific divine creation declares immortal mind and the universe created by God. Creation is ever appearing and must ever continue to appear from the nature of its inexhaustible source. Mortal sense inverts this appearing and calls ideas material. Thus misinterpreted, the divine idea seems to fall to the level of a human or material belief 
called mortal man. But the seed is in itself, only as the divine mind is all and reproduces all, as mind is the multiplier, and mind's infinite idea, man and the universe, is the product. Spirit imparts the understanding which uplifts consciousness and leads into all truth. This understanding is not intellectual, is not the result of scholarly attainments. It is the reality of all things brought to light. Everything good or worthy God made. Whatever is valueless or baneful, he did not make, hence its unreality. In the science of Genesis, we read that he saw everything which he had made, and behold, it was very good. Sin, sickness, and death must be deemed as devoid of reality as they are of good, God. The so-called laws of matter and of medical science have never made mortals whole, harmonious and immortal. Man is harmonious when governed by soul. God never ordained a material law to annul the spiritual law. If there were such a material law, it would oppose the supremacy of spirit, God, and impugn the wisdom of the Creator. Science shows that material, conflicting mortal opinions and beliefs emit the effects of error at all times. But this atmosphere of mortal mind cannot be destructive to morals and health when it is opposed promptly and persistently by Christian science. Truth and love antidote this mental miasma and thus invigorate and sustain existence. The term science properly understood, refers only to the laws of God and to his government of the universe, inclusive of man. From this it follows that businessmen and cultured scholars have found that Christian science enhances their endurance and mental powers, enlarges their perception of character gives them acuteness and comprehensiveness and an ability to exceed their ordinary capacity. The human mind, imbued with this spiritual understanding, becomes more elastic, is capable of greater endurance, escapes somewhat from itself, and requires less repose. A knowledge of the science of being 
develops the latent abilities and possibilities of man. It extends the atmosphere of thought, giving mortals access to broader and higher realms. It raises the thinker into his native air of insight and perspicacity. The lack of spiritual power in the limited demonstration of popular Christianity does not put to silence the labor of centuries. Spiritual, not corporeal, consciousness is needed. Man, delivered from sin, disease, and death, presents the true likeness or spiritual ideal. Systems of religion and medicine treat of physical pains and pleasures. But Jesus rebuked the suffering from any such cause or effect. The epoch approaches when the understanding of the truth of being will be the basis of true religion. At present, mortals progress slowly for fear of being thought ridiculous. They are slaves to fashion, pride, and sense. Sometime we shall learn how spirit, the great architect, has created men and women in science. We ought to weary of the fleeting and false and to cherish nothing which hinders our highest selfhood. In science, mind neither produces matter, nor does matter produce mind. No mortal mind has the might or right or wisdom to create or to destroy. All is under the control of the one mind, even God. You command the situation if you understand that mortal existence is a state of self-deception and not the truth of being. Mortal mind is constantly producing on mortal body the results of false opinions, and it will continue to do so until mortal error is deprived of its imaginary powers by truth, which sweeps away the gossamer web of mortal illusion. Matter is made up of suppositious mortal mind force, but all might is divine mind. Thought will finally be understood and seen in all form, substance, and color, but without material accompaniments. When we fully understand our relation to the divine, we can have no other mind but his, no other love, wisdom, or truth 
no other sense of life and no consciousness of the existence of matter or error. And now I'll read The Three Daily Duties as given by Mary Baker Eddy in the Church Manual. Daily Prayer It shall be the duty of every member of this church to pray each day. Thy kingdom come. Let the reign of divine truth, life and love be established in me and rule out of me all sin. And may thy word enrich the affections of all mankind and govern them. A rule for motives and acts. Neither animosity nor mere personal attachment should impel the motives or acts of the members of the Mother Church. In science, divine love alone governs man, and a Christian scientist reflects the sweet amenities of love in rebuking sin, in true brotherliness, charitableness, and forgiveness. The members of this church should daily watch and pray to be delivered from all evil, from prophesying, judging, condemning, counseling, influencing, or being influenced erroneously. Alertness to duty. It shall be the duty of every member of this church to defend himself daily against aggressive mental suggestion and not be made to forget nor to neglect his duty to God, to his leader, and to mankind. By his works he shall be judged, and justified, or condemned. And from science and health, Christian scientists, be a law to yourselves that mental malpractice cannot harm you either when asleep or when awake. This Bible lesson is prepared by the Plainfield Christian Science Church Independent. It is comprised of scriptural quotations from the King James Bible and correlative passages from the Christian Science Textbook, 1910 edition, by Mary Baker Eddy. For more information, please visit our website, plainfieldcs.com. Thank you for listening, and have a blessed day.